Hey, Robert Starr here. Driving home from the practice again, and I thought I might share with you another COVID update uh, from our front lines in our community pharmacy. And just a few thoughts and lessons that I've learnt since recording the last uh, little podcast for you. Uh, I think probably the biggest theme, and I've been discussing this with a number of pharmacists and non-pharmacy colleagues in the last few weeks, is the theme around a seminal business book called The E-Myth. Now, I'm not sure if any of you have read it. If you haven't, I think it'd be a, make a great audio book for you to listen to to or from the pharmacy over the next few weeks. But really the key message around it is looking at your business and your current business, or even it might be now that we're over a month into the COVID environment, looking at that business as something called old co and looking at this current environment and looking at it as new co. Now, it's something that Michael Gerber talks more extensively about in the book. So if you're interested, I'd definitely jump into it. Um, another option for you might also be Blinkist, uh, and they do a 15-minute summary, which is fantastic as well. So if you don't want to listen to the whole book, you might be able to get just enough out of that um, from Blinkist. Now, the reason I bring it up is... Our goalposts and our environment have changed and you need to be thinking about your business in this environment. Now, a lot of us are thinking, well, how long are we in this environment? Are we going to come out of it anytime soon so that we can go back to what I get the old business was doing? But I think as we're observing what's going on in the world right now, there are practice and business models that are going to be here to stay irrespective of whether coronavirus is a major threat moving forward. We're seeing our GP colleagues moving full steam ahead with telehealth. And that's a big thing for us. Uh, This is Saturday, the 18th of April, 2020. We've just had an announcement from Friday that pharmacists are going to be able to also engage in telehealth from the 21st of April as well. So this is a new frontier for us. So what does our practice look like? when not as many people physically show up to us and how do we maintain a virtual relationship? Now, as most of you might be aware, there is going to be some technology we're going to talk about. And what I'm going to try to do in this particular podcast is not talk about the tools. If that's something you're interested in, please write a comment below and I'd love to record something separate uh, to handle that and some of the tips and tactics that go along with that. But It's realistically understanding the underlying strategy around it first. And if we get that, then obviously we can get into the nitty gritty of tools. But is what that virtual relationship looks like. I've seen many colleagues asking questions around, what are we doing with all these extra faxes? There are pharmacies that are getting two or 300 faxes a day. What are we doing with those? And I certainly hope we're not using a physical fax machine. Um, And so hopefully everything's being able to transition into a more digital environment. It's more agile, it's more mobile, and it's easy to sort and manage. And I'd encourage you to go down that path. And there's also a very good video that I've done around throwing your fax machine out that I might even put a link underneath this video for you to have a look at if you haven't already gone down that path. But I'd encourage you to think about, well, what does that look like as a relationship? And 
the first step is to really simply start having these conversations with our patients and with your patients and how they feel about that and how we can try to mimic the same kind of relationship that we've always had. The next part of the thought process is then also thinking about, well, we're in stage three restrictions right now. What does stage four look like for you? What does when a person or persons in your local community have cases of coronavirus now we all hope that doesn't happen but how do you change your practice environment i've seen other pharmacists go down the path of needing to actually close their doors and only left maybe one person in at a time in a one in one out situation but the idea is is what does your new co or new pharmacy look like it's really exciting when you think about it but as a pharmacist leader and maybe even a pharmacist owner This really needs to be what your job is right now. You need to work out what your new business and your new pharmacy needs to look like and you need to be working on that almost exclusively, but also understanding that Old Co or your current pharmacy is still paying the bills. So you still need to do all of that, but I'd encourage you if you can block out time every single day, every single week, to make sure you're putting time and attention into NUCO and your new pharmacy. We're being forced on doing this, so you're probably doing this involuntarily anyway, but I think Gary Vaynerchuk is a world-famous marketer. Um, If you don't know him, look him up. He's wonderful. But he's got a great quote around this, in that our business is putting ourselves out of business before something or someone does it for us. And COVID-19 has that capability of doing that to so many businesses right now. And so that might be something that's being forced upon us. But as an essential service, as a healthcare practice, we have that ability to keep going. We've got the ability to pivot and innovate. And it's a really exciting time. There's a lot of tragedy around us, make no mistake, but it's a really exciting time because we get to do things and have free hits at things that we probably otherwise would have taken a long time to work out. So things we're talking about there is creating a digital version of our pharmacy, having a website, having an e-commerce capability, looking at how that looks like. How do we take our workflows and our practice model into the digital space so that our patients can have that experience virtually as well as they were physically? I'm posing a lot of questions because there's a lot of thought that needs to go into it. Posting this on a Saturday means this is probably going to be published on a Sunday. So if you've got the ability on a Sunday to spend a few minutes having these conversations with yourself, with your family, and most importantly, with your team and with your patients, it's so important that this is being done right now. There's a lot of opportunity for us. And I believe, as we've found in our practice, this is a really exciting time to be able to change for the good so that all of these modifications that we're making to our practice right now are not just things that are going to be whims, things that are going to stay for two seconds whilst we're in lockdown, while we're in restrictions. They're things that we can adopt to our practice of the future when we come out of all of this and we can survive and not only thrive. I hope you found this really useful. I've enjoyed sharing it with you, but if you'd like me to get into any more detail, hit me up in the comments and I'd love to hear from you. Bye for now.